Buttons. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give you an update since this was recorded. In this episode, you're going to hear me reference our Setting a Strong Foundation for Back to School Guide. Now, this was originally created just exclusively for our Life Balance members, but I decided to go ahead and make it available for everybody. You can purchase it by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash shop or click the link in the description below this podcast episode. It's on sale for just $14.99 or included in the Life Balance membership. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hey there, welcome to the show. I am so excited that you are here to join me today because today is all about getting your kids ready for going back to school. Now, this has been a subject that is all over in the news. It seems like everyone is talking about it. What will back to school actually look like this year with COVID-19 and everything else that's going on in this world? It is a little bit bonkers to say the least. But regardless, there are things that we can do to guide and be that steady force in our kid's life as the mom to set them up for success. So whether you are homeschooling next year like me for the very first time, please pray for me, or you are going back to traditional school, which I think is probably few and far between if we really think about it in most of the school districts that I've seen in the news or people I've talked to. It's going to be a little bit of a hybrid kind of a situation where we're back to doing distance learning like we did at the end of the last school year, which in my opinion was a little bit of a hot mess. But you know what? Every time that we do something new, anybody, it's going to be a little bit of a hot mess. So hopefully there's been some lessons learned and it will be a much smoother, more organized process this time around if that is what your kids are going to be doing. But the things that we're talking about today really do apply. Whether you are homeschooling, whether you are doing traditional schooling, something else in between, or even really honestly, if your kids are not yet in school, (laughs) that's what we're going to talk about today, will definitely apply to them. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, I've already explained this to our YouTube watchers, but this is the first time that we are recording a video at the same time as recording a podcast. So it's the first trial. It's a little bit different for me because usually I'm used to either talking into the mic or talking into the camera. And today I'm doing both. But I think that this information is going to be great. So as I said before, to those on YouTube, the content that we have on YouTube is not always the same as the content that is on the podcast. So if you are looking for more tips, more inspiration, and you're usually listening to the podcast, make sure that you jump over to YouTube and subscribe to the Your Life Rocks channel there so you don't miss out on any tips and inspiration that we have for you as you work to create a life that's balanced and makes sense for you and your family. Okay, so today we're talking about three ways that you can focus in on being the best school year for your kids possible for both you and for them. Because let's face it, right? Them going to school is a big part of our lives as a mom, whether it is making sure that their academics are going right, the scheduling, like it's all encompassing, right? When their kids are back in school versus summertime when they're not. 
So the first focus that we really want to talk about are the things that are within our control. Right now, there's a lot of things outside of our control, which as hard as it is, honestly, it's good for us to grow in faith and perseverance by going through this ever-changing climate that we're living in. But it can be stressful for us and for our kids. I think so many of us forget how stressful it can be for our kids. And I keep seeing all of these new studies coming out about the welfare of our kids because of the lack of stability and lack of knowing what is going to be going on with their school and with their days and what everything is going to look like in the future for them. So the more we can provide that stability and control the things that we can control, the better. And the biggest thing that we can control for our kiddos are their routines, their morning routine, their at night routine before they go to sleep. And if you're a life balance member, under the resources section under parenting, you can find uh, worksheets to help you set up those morning routines, nighttime routines for your kids. But here's the trick when you're setting up these routines for your kids is to let them contribute. Yes, let them set their morning routine because If your kids are like mine, they don't like to be rushed. I mean, who does, right? But when you can kind of give them that sense of planning and time, not only are you teaching them time management skills, but you're allowing them to set their schedule. So when they get cranky in the morning because you woke them up, you can remind them, you said you wanted an extra 10 minutes in the morning, so you weren't rushed. So I'm just waking you up at the time that you requested. So it's a great way of kind of giving them that accountability and that personal ownership, teaching them time management, but also giving them the consistency. Now, while we're putting it on them, it is also on us to make sure that they fulfill that morning routine, that they stay consistent to that each and every single day, because that is where they're going to have that more grounded, well-being feeling. And that's going to transfer over to us as well, because I don't know about you, but when COVID-19 hit last year, everything kind of went out the window and we were facing this new normal, which I don't even like to consider it a new normal, but it's where we are right now. And so we need to be able to adjust. But having a routine that doesn't adjust, no matter what changes, can really help both you and them in the long term. So that is the first thing that you can really focus in on. So once you have those routines in place, they're down... Think about the other things that are within your control. It might be your weekly check-ins with your kids or daily check-ins with your kids. Think about it. When your kids are in regular school, like back, you know, pre-COVID and at the end of the day, you might check in on their homework or ask them how their schoolwork was. Keeping that consistent, even if you are the homeschool parent, even if your kids are distance learning and they are right next to you as you are working all single day long. And you kind of already know keeping that check-in really will help because it allows you to control those things that we can't, but not everything is in our control. But you can be thinking about the other things that you can keep consistent in, other things that you can control that might help you feel a little bit more stable. And it might be things like focusing on external goals, like your health goals or your kids' health goals. Everyone's situation is a little bit different, but routines certainly do help. All right. The second thing, number two, to focus in on to help you have a successful school year is to focus on what is best for your kids. Now, every kid is different, but we really need to be focusing in on 
all of what makes it good for them, not just one or two aspects or being just led and told what everyone else feels like is best for our kids. Now, when I say this, I don't just mean for their learning because school is so much more than just learning, right? At school is also where they're getting social interaction. It's where they're learning to behave as a normal human being in society. They have to deal with their emotions and they should be getting a little bit of exercise, even if they're like in high school and they're just walking around from class to class. That's probably more exercise than they're getting if they're distance learning or homeschooling and just in front of a screen or a book all day long. So really, as a mom, this is where we need to come in and say, what is needed and how can we make a way for this for our kids? So think about their emotional needs. Think about their physical needs. Think about their faith needs. You know, if your kids are going to a Christian school or there's Christian curriculum, they might be getting some of that faith already in there. But what other ways can we bring faith into there every single day to make sure our kids are growing in all areas of life? Now, we have done episodes in the past all about weekly planning for your kids' success. Inside the Life Balance membership, we have resources to really help you set some goals with your kids on creating more balance in all the different areas of life that pertain to them. And as we go into the school year, this is a great time to visit that information to be able to say, okay, what is needed? And in fact, our Life Balance members have access to a back to school guide inside the app and inside the membership. And the second tool that is listed in there are journal prompts and they're legit questions to ask yourself and helping your kids kind of figure out like where you're at with them, where they're at with different situations, the different areas of life that pertain to them so that you can kind of set some new goals for them for the new school year. And the more you can get them involved and in them thinking through these things, the better. And really, I truly, truly believe that it's our job as the parent, as the mom to be proactive in these areas. You know, it breaks my heart when I see all of these reports and studies and everything coming out from the last part of last school year when everyone was distance learning and everyone wasn't in school and all of the psychological effects that that had on kids and families and parents. And it's just rough. But there's a lot of things that we can do to be proactive, to set our kids up for success, to set ourselves up for success. And we owe it to them and we owe it to ourselves to do just that. And the number three thing to focus in on, and this one is so important. (laughs) And it's something that, you know, sometimes we either go to or we don't go to at all. It says it doesn't ever really seem to be that middle ground. And it's setting up the environment for success. You know, when we think about um, when everything happened last year with COVID and our kids had to do distance learning all of a sudden, it was like makeshift offices taking over the kitchen. I know so many friends I talked to, they're like, my house is a disaster. And while it might be like, okay, we're in survival mode, but that is stressful, y'all. Like having your area around you, your environment in chaos creates inner chaos. And we want to do just the opposite of that as our kids go back to school. So we want to be able to control our environment in a healthy way without it becoming all consuming and the pendulum completely swinging to the other side of the fence. But we want to make sure that we are setting up an environment that is conducive to learning, 
that is conducive to living if you're doing both at home, which I think a lot of us will be at least for the first few months of school as we're testing the waters and seeing how things go. But setting up that great environment is really, really key. Even if your kids are going away from the house for school, setting up an environment for where their lunches are in the morning, for where their backpacks go after school, where they're doing their homework, all of those things are important in setting up that environment for success. Now, there's other things that kind of play into this as well. When we're thinking about the structure, the environment, helping them be successful at school and helping us be successful to be the moms that we want to be in this next school year for our kids. And another big part of that is communication. Now, having the start of communication being a strong calendar. So at the beginning of every school year, I recommend that you go through the entire school year. If your kids are in public school or private school, go to the school's website, the district's website, get all of those dates on your calendar now. Know when parent-teacher conferences are. Know when there's going to be breaks in school and you're going to have to figure out daycare. Because when we're doing this like weekly or monthly or things are just sprung on us at the last minute, it is so stressful. So take a few hours, maybe even just like 30 minutes or so to set up the calendar for the entire year. Now, one thing that I have learned over the years that is very stressful to me as a working mom is the district has their calendar, the school has their calendar, and those are pretty well set. But the teachers, on the other hand, sometimes pop in things that come at the last minute. And for me, the last minute is like with a week's notice, which I'm sure to them is probably plenty of notice and they've got a lot on their plates, but it's up to me to be proactive to know that I can't always get time off if there's just a week's notice or I can't always provide the things I need to provide if there's less than a week's notice. So I will also talk to the teachers and explain to them that I'm a working mom and I'm very much a planner and I'm more than happy to volunteer. I'm more than happy to provide supplies, but I want to know well in advance. And if they have any ideas of when dates are, even if they're going to be moving around, if they could give them to me now, that would be awesome. And if they could give me anything new, at least a month in advance, that would be even better. Communication is key in keeping organized. We can't always be frustrated about things if we're not going to be proactive about getting the information that we need. Now, once you have that calendar set up, you have your routine set up, then it's up to you to really communicate that out to everybody else that matters, right? So starting with your spouse. Now, before everything kind of gets inked in, so I start with pencil, but before it gets inked in, I make sure I talk to my spouse to make sure that we're on the same page with our goals for the kids because they're not just my kids, they're his kids too, right? So this is something that we do as a family, but we wanna make sure that we are communicating our thoughts, our feelings, what we think is a good morning routine, because when it's all done on us and we're the ones creating it all, then we're the only ones trying to make it happen. But if everyone in the family, your husband, the kids, everyone kind of works together on that morning routine or on that schedule, now everyone is bought in. And if everyone's bought in, it's a lot easier to get them to actually do it and to help you do it every single day. Other people that you want to make sure you're communicating with and honestly set this up as a SOP for yourself, a standard operating practice at least once a month is to check in with your kids, teachers, 
or caregivers or coaches or anyone else that is involved in their day-to-day life or their week-to-week life um, as a student or the things that they're growing in. This could also be a youth pastor or a tutor, but it's important that we set up those SOPs on our calendar in order to make sure we're touching base, having active communication, proactive communication with each of these individuals that are helping us as a village to raise our kiddos. I hope that these three focuses that we've kind of walked through today are going to help you. The biggest thing I want to say before we close out this episode, close out this video, is it's important that we first center ourselves, that we seek God and his blessing over the school year for our kiddos and for ourselves. And then we decide what kind of mom we want to be. Because the way that we want to show up for our kids this year, the way that we want to be able to have an impact for them, that is going to be kind of that anchor point for everything that we have talked about in today's episode. That is the anchor point and the guiding post as we start to move forward, because this is all about just setting up the foundation, but we want to be able to come back to that anchor point 30 days in, 60 days in, 90 days in to make sure that we are still on track with where we wanted to be for the school year for our kiddos. It's not just all on them. Are they, you know, matching up to the goals that are set for them? Are they falling behind or are they meeting their expectations? But it's really on us also as moms to be thinking about that. And I don't want you to get overwhelmed or stressed thinking it has to be the weight of the world on our shoulders because it doesn't have to be. And if you're feeling that way, then maybe that needs to be the goal for this school year is to become one of those moms that just lets things go (laughs) and to have a little bit more freedom in the school year for yourself and for the kids and what those expectations look like. Because stress is just that tension point between our expectations and reality. And so if that is causing a lot of stress, then we need to adjust our expectations because reality can't always adjust, right? Reality is going to be what it's going to be. But if our expectations are really far off of that, then that is something that we can control, have a little bit less stress in our life and get through the school year with a lot more ease. Now, regardless of what the school year looks like as far as the structure and where your kids are going to go, I just pray that it's going to be a blessed school year for you, a blessed school year for your kiddos, that this is the year that they learn and develop in positive ways, that they grow to love our Lord and know our Lord more and more each and every single day, and that they can really start to see His hand on their life. I'm praying for positive outcomes for everybody, that everyone stays safe, healthy, and well. Now, if you're watching this video or you're listening to the podcast, you can also check out our lifestyle guide where we have in there some tips to help you set up a homeschool or distance learning um, kind of cove in your in your home. So we have some different examples of ways that you can stay organized with that there. In the fall lifestyle guide, we also have some parenting tips to help you think about things outside of the education that your kids might need. So I hope that you check that out. And if you're ready to join Life Balance Membership, we have some live Clear the Chaos, the seven-day course that we will be doing together in August and September, as well as the back to school guide inside the app and inside the membership at yourliferocks.com. And you can learn more about Life Balance Membership by upgrading inside the app or going to lifebalancemembership.com.
I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And again, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. I hope that you hit subscribe down below. And if you're listening on the podcast, I hope that you subscribe to the podcast and click on over to YouTube and check out the other content that we have there. It is a growing library. And the other cool thing about YouTube, if you are a podcast listener, I have divided all of our past podcasts. Yes. All of our past podcasts are on our YouTube channel and I've divided them into the different areas of life into playlists. So for example, if you want to listen to all of the episodes that we have done on health over the years, then you can go to that playlist on YouTube and listen to all of the health podcasts. Same for true for all eight areas of life, faith, marriage, parenting, health, home, career, finances, and friends and fun. And there's a couple other categories on there as well. So I hope that you check that out. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.